Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to our noonday service. I'm coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida today. So I was unable to supply you with music, but that's okay. We're still excited about today, our noonday service, the last noonday service before Christmas 2023. And there is a word from the Lord. So let us begin with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come today to say thank you. Thank you for all the blessings of the year, Lord. As they lead up to this time of excitement where we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for all the wisdom that you've given us, all the trials and tribulations that you brought us through. We just say thank you. We thank you, Lord, that we know that you have provided a future for us. And we know that it is a good future. And we just say thank you. We thank you for all your blessings. We thank you for every family that's represented on the call today. We ask that you would touch each life. And let each person know that you are real and that you love us unconditionally and that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We ask, Lord, that you would help allow your Holy Spirit to come into this place today to speak through me so that your people may hear from you be edified and inspired. These things we ask and pray. And Lord, we also want to acknowledge that there are bereaved members among the body of Christ. We want to call on the, ask that you will come and give your love and protection to the Lee family from the passing of Brother Buster Lee the Rawl family, the passing of Brother Eddie Rawl, and the husband of Reverend Tina Matchett, Lord, has passed. And so we ask that you will be with that family as well. Heal us. Make us whole. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, everybody. And it's so wonderful to have so many of you on the line today. In spite of the fact that we're all hustling and bustling around trying to make sure that we have everything in place before Christmas. But our word today comes from Matthew chapter 2. 
Matthew chapter 2, and I'm going to be reading verses 13 through 18 from the New Living Translation. Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 18 from the New Living Translation. And this is what the word says. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. This afternoon, our noonday service, the subject, our topic is, it's not over till it's over. It's not over till it's over. In the last few weeks watching football, I've noticed a pattern in the fact that many games have been decided in the last few minutes. In some cases, the last few seconds of the game. Teams that have led all throughout the game, or at least have led in the final quarter, suddenly found themselves in jeopardy at the final stage of the game, and many of them lost. Many have lost to teams that were considered far less than them, that have had losing records. What does this say about life? Among other things, it certainly says that life is full of ups and downs, and it's not over till it's over. Our text today comes from Matthew chapter 2, beginning at verse 13. But if you read just a few verses before that, you would have seen that a miracle had just occurred. The wise men from the east have followed a star that appeared on the horizon and found the baby Jesus. These wise men were astrologers. 
the, the, the scientists of their day that studied the stars and the heavens and knew the prophecies about the coming Messiah. They were not Jews, but they were interested in the world's affairs. They saw the star and followed it. Many theologians believe that it took them nearly two years to come to the place where the star stood still. And when they went into this place, they found the young child. By now, Jesus was nearly two years old. There with his mother, Mary, and the wise men fell down and worshipped him and gave him the gifts that they brought, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That was such good news, such a magnificent scene of joy and happiness, and I'm sure it blessed Mary's heart. But we don't get to have sunshine without rain. And in the very next section, we see that Joseph is told in a dream to get up and take Mary and the baby to Egypt, a foreign land, away from family, and all that was familiar. Because King Herod, who had heard about baby Jesus, was on a rampage to kill him and had ordered the killing of all Jewish male babies two years and younger. Can you imagine the anguish of those mothers, the grief and the heartache, how their joy of a child had suddenly turned sour and painful, and they refused to be comforted? Mary didn't lose her son that day. No, she was spared that grief in that season. But some 30 years later, she stood below him on Calvary and watched her son die on an old rugged cross for the sins of the whole world. But you know what? It's not over till it's over. Because three days later, early on Sunday morning, Mary saw her son, her Savior, resurrected from the dead and walking and talking like new. God did it again. He turned mourning into joy, weeping into laughter. And he does it again and again in our lives. Christmas is a mixture of joy mingled with grief for many of us today. But God always has a plan. 
as it says in Habakkuk chapter 7, verses 17 through 19 from the New King James Version. This is a hymn of faith. It says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no fruit, no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on my high heels. It ain't over till it's over. Hold your head up high today and walk into your destiny with confidence. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And God is good all the time. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this simple story that reminds us that you always have a plan for our good, giving us insights and strategies and wisdom so that we may lead a full life with joy and confidence that despite how bad it may look, that it always works for the good. We thank you, Lord, for how we can use these old familiar stories of Christmas and the birth of Christ to encourage us today, more than 2,000 years later, after the birth of our Christ, you're still speaking to us in the relevance of our today, our right now. We thank you, Lord. We ask that you would help us use these words and apply them to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah.